No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. Live from America's Music City. It may be Saturday where you are, but it's Friday, all day, every day, all the time with the tax doctor, the tax lady, the doctor of accounting known in these parts of America, including Nashville, Tennessee, the Dr. Friday. And right there she is. How are you, Dr. Friday? (laughs) That is a heck of an introduction. They don't get that kind of introductions when I start my show usually. It just says, you know, (laughs) something like the doctors in the house start calling, you know, not all that other. You're always so much better at that. I love it, John. Love it. It's so much fun to bring the truth to the radio audience. I got to tell you, and speaking of truth, oh my goodness, right here, the midterms coming up in, uh, what is it, a couple oh, of weeks, yeah. well, three weeks or something like that. But there's also another truth, Dr. Friday, and we know that you have it or what's available. And I think the big thing on people's minds with the way the economy is, the, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're in a recession. It's just a question of how bad is it? You know, it's either a depression for some people, right. which is really bad, right. or a recession for some that is not quite as bad. But here's the deal. I think what we're all wondering is what is going to happen if you have any forecast on this or sort of, you know, you're in the business, so this is what you live in. Is there any type of projection what's going to happen overall to the tax code, how we're going to get hurt or, you know, what's in any, uh, any direction there you can give us at this point? Well, I think there's a couple of things we have to keep our eyes open for. Um, as we know, in the Inflation Reduction Act, they did do a few small tax changes. But in the last two years, there's been quite a few tax acts that um, have come in effect that have a small amount of change. But I think the biggest was in the last one was the 85,000 new employees to the Internal Revenue Service, depending on which way you heard it, armed and ready to come collect. Um, but to be honest with you, A, I don't. I don't see that as a major issue or problem. What I do see is in the last, I mean, I've been doing this 20, 20 plus years. Let's just do that. 20 plus years. And, you know, many times in in the earlier days, we didn't have any problem reaching the IRS. We had resolution in the same day. We were able to reach a revenue person and find out about collections or deals. The last two to three years, we've waited on hold for three, four, five hours, get hung up on couldn't get their computers to work, but uh, there's just not been any way of really getting resolution. And that's what people hire me to do. You know, I mean, they want to have the ability to have somebody represent them and actually get resolution to their tax issue. And so it'd be nice to have more people answering the phones, more people even in collections. But I do think on the other hand, if you've been one of those lucky people that maybe you know, kind of just file taxes, hoping the numbers all added up. You know, the IRS has in the last, oh, I think since Obamacare, so that's probably about the last six, seven years, um, they've been matching um, records. So if you get a 1099K, if you get 1099Rs or 1099NECs or miscellaneouses or any type of income before sometimes 
people if they did things on PayPal. I mean, that's going to be a big one this year, John, to be quite honest. Venmo, PayPal, Stripe, all of those that are um, money exchange services where a lot of times people would send money to a friend or most of my renters pay me through Venmo. And that never reported. Now, as of 2022, it starts reporting. At the end of this year, you're going to get a 1099 for all the income that ran through that it's a 1099k that ran through PayPal or Venmo, and if it's not business income, or if you've been one of those people lucky enough to maybe have more of a, a little business on the side, maybe done some side work, a handyman, and everyone paid you through PayPal and Venmo, so no one knew. Guess what? This year, your business is going to be reported, and you, and if it wasn't business income, we're going to have to be able to justify why it wasn't claimed. My parents paid it to me. I got a friend that gave it to me. You're going to have to be able to identify it. So really, I think that's going to be the number one you know, thing that's going to change for 2022 overall. There's going to be some other little things people are going to be. But I can't tell you how many people clean out their garage and use PayPal or they have a garage sale and accept Venmo. And that is going to, unless there's a way around it from what I have, that is going to change us for, um, uh, you know, for the taxes on 2022. And I think that's going to create some interesting conversations with the IRS. That's very interesting, folks. You see what you learn here. Most people hadn't really heard that, or if they maybe they did or maybe they didn't. But that's just one example of how the IRS is going to raise revenue. Now, if you've been, you know, if you've been sort of cheating there and, you know, not reporting income, uh, it should be no surprise to you. At some point, somebody's going to come get you. Might have taken them a long time to, to figure that out. But uh, is there any, uh, Dr. Friday, like, let's let's say, for example, that the Republicans take majority in both houses, from what you know, mm-hmm. in terms of trying to mm-hmm. pass new tax code, uh, I guess that would mean that, you know, Congress has to pass it. So if the Republicans get in there in two weeks, maybe that puts the brakes on everything. What's your thought there? My hope is, is that they extend the Trump tax cuts. Because obviously Biden has from day one said, I'm going to overturn all of those tax cuts, et cetera, et cetera, which are pretty drastic because right now we're in the 12 percent tax bracket. It would go to 15, 22 to 25, 28 to 32. You know, I mean, so if you're in the 28 percent tax bracket, you'd be paying almost 8 percent higher than what you are today. Um, So I'm hoping that they grandfather them in because they do expire in 2025 and we will go back up to. Reagan's rates or the the rates prior, which is the 15% tax. And so it would be nice to have that as a longer term situation than, um, especially since we haven't had the recovery that Trump was working on uh, through this administration. I mean, let's be honest, we're in, you can call it a recession, a depression, like you said, depending on how much it's affecting your own personal household. But if you're a business owner at this point, you're doing evaluations, you're figuring out what's the cost because the cost of labor, um, the cost of taxes, paper, tax software, computers, everything has went up. And in the last four years, example, the, the software we use in the last four years has doubled. So, you know, our prices haven't doubled, but that's a you know big cost of, of doing our business. Cost of insurance has doubled. So, you know, we have to pass, I don't care what anyone says, but as a business owner, we add all that up and we sit there and we say, okay, this is what we need to be billing our clients to cover our cost of business. And, you know, in four years, I haven't doubled my fees. Most people can't afford to do that. 
but it is still crazy um, cost-wise, and I don't see it going down. I mean, gas prices, I mean, you know, are going back up again. So it's going to be, thank goodness I don't have to build that into my situation, but it is built into delivery costs and things. So I, I think people need to brace themselves for, uh, my opinion, if, uh, if we don't win the House and the Senate, I, I mean, their version of reducing the cost of living is to keep spending money. I don't know who's graduated from where to get their economics degrees to figure this out, but it um, it doesn't work that way. And um, I think they need to, to rethink their mathematics as far as the government, because we are spending way too much money and there's there's no way of paying it back without increasing taxes. And then one other question before we get into the common questions that this time of the year, people want to know the an answer to, and we're going to have them for you right here. If the tax cuts, the Trump tax cuts are valid through 2025, and let's just say it's the other way around and, and the Democrats uh, retain control, they could countermand or take out, if you will, the, the 2025, right? They say, well, no, we ain't, we ain't going to wait till 2025. We're going to change the rules now. That could happen too, right? Right. Biden has had that on the table under several of his um, – suggestions let's put it that way since he hasn't been able to get very far but yes he definitely um he did manage to increase corporate taxes for the very high successful corporations which affects most of our 401ks so that was a real not in my opinion not a win-win but um yes i mean he would love to increase corporate tax across the board he's come out and said it he'd love to increase taxes and what he claims to be the rich but you know i mean according to the irs a rich person is anyone making $75,000 individually, married couples making 150. That is what they consider wealthy. Now, I know he brought up the whole $400,000 married couple, but, um, you know, you and I have been around long enough, John, to understand if they get a tax cut in today and it doesn't just for inflation and that's none of these do. So today, you know, we're all making 75, a hundred thousand, Five, 10 years from now, those same people are now making 125 to 150. And now they're yeah. being taxed at that new rate. So they just wait for the economy to catch up to its own self, especially with this double digit inflation we're hitting. I mean, the cost of everything's going up, including wages. There you have it, folks. So, you know, I, if, if you want your time, I mean, it seems to me just kind of economics. How much money do I want to give out of my pocket? I don't care what party it is, who's going to. Who's no, going to take yeah. the money from you? And if you don't want anybody taking more of your money. So you're saying, Dr. Friday, that already part of that tax increase that he wanted on corporations, is that the build better inflation deal or whatever they call that thing? Is that yeah. where he got that? Well, money? that's the build back better. Yes. Um, he had the build back, better, the inflation note that passed uh, earlier in this year. It's only for corporations that are over 10 billion, which I realize that's a higher, bigger, but keep in mind those companies, are also the ones that we use to build our future earnings because that's where we buy our stock for our 401ks or IRAs or SEPs or whoever, if you if you do mutual funds, anything like that. We invest into Microsoft. We invest into Tesla and all these different companies. So we want them to succeed. And they what they did is eliminate the Section 179 for companies at that level. So they have a minimum. No matter what, they have to pay a minimum of 15% tax on their profits. They cannot take R&D, they can't take anything, which is usually reused to help improve or increase their revenue in the future. It's a tax deduction today, and they put that money back into their companies. Well, they've eliminated that to help pay some of the tax bill that they're using to give money to 
um, Ukraine and, and different different things. Part of it was supposed to be possibly to help with this whole, I don't know, paying people's uh, college bills, which you'll hear me say more than once, that is not something I'm a fan of. You signed your name to a contract, you should pay that contract. That's exactly what you promised to do. If it doesn't work out that way, then you have choices. There are ways that you can go bankrupt. You can, you know, but to have the government pay your, your college bill is, and that means you and I and all the listeners, we're paying that college bill. And yet many of my clients have already paid for their kids' college or their own college. Um, you know, how far back do you go? Who gets credit for it? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Interesting thing, folks. We just like to give you sort of the the, uh, the headwinds of what's out there so that <laughs> you can plan better about what's going to come up. So we're going to get into the planning coming up next. You're listening to the Dr. Friday Show. We're live from Nashville. When you hear that word live, that's that key trigger in your life to pick up the phones. We can answer any question you want, uh, you know, just whatever the answer is, a question would come on right here. 615-737-WWTN for Dr. Friday. By the way, she is an enrolled agent with the Internal Revenue Service. And somebody says, I don't want to be talking to no IRS. Listen to what I'm saying here. An enrolled agent does not, can I repeat that? Does not work for or is compensated by the Internal Revenue Service. It's just the same thing as an attorney who would represent you in a court of law if someone were suing you or if you were suing somebody else. So we'll we'll be talking about that a little bit too. It's she is a federally authorized tax practitioner. Okay, she's got technical expertise in in taxation. She's empowered by the U.S. Department of Treasury. That makes it official to represent you. You sign a little form. You don't ever have to talk to the IRS again if you don't want to. Dr. Friday will take care of all that type of stuff. It's like, again, hiring an attorney. The attorney speaks for you in court. Dr. Friday speaks to you in front of the IRS so that you do not have to deal with them if you're in some trouble or whatever the case may be. Okay, when we come back, that phone number again, especially for all the new folks who've moved uh, you know, moved in from California. Uh, we're seeing uh, Chicago. We're seeing New York. We're seeing uh, even Philadelphia. This is the program. Every Saturday from 2 to 3, you get all the advice you could possibly want, anything at all to do with taxes. Dr. Friday right here to take your calls. And that number again, 615-737-WWTN, 615-737-9986. Call now because we've only got T-minus 43 minutes to go. Time flies. Most people wait until the last of the program. And guess what? You don't get an answer that you need right now. So call now, once again, John Haggard in the broadcast studio, along with Dr. Friday, and you are on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. And welcome back into segment number two of the Dr. Friday Show. We're live from America's Music City, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Friday, an enrolled agent with the Internal Revenue Service. And if you just joined us, no, she does not work for the IRS. Remember, that word EA, you will sometimes hear enrolled agent with the Internal Revenue Service means that she can represent you before the IRS, like an attorney would. Very important for you to understand that because some people say, I don't want to talk to the IRS. <laughs> well, that's what Dr. Friday can do for you. Let's go to Pleasant View, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring Michelle on to the Dr. Friday show. Michelle, what's your question for Dr. Friday? Go ahead. Michelle, you there? Oh, I'm sorry. Hi, Dr. Friday. Um, Hi. I 
I have a question about Social Security disability. Um, yes. My husband was awarded Social Security disability late in um, December of 2021, and they reimbursed him for the past for 2021, but he didn't receive the check until January of this year. So I'm trying to find out if, one, if Social Security disability is taxable, and two, is that reimbursed money that they gave him for 2021 is going to show up on 2022's income. Okay, so here's what you have. You have two options. If you do what's called married filing separately for the year in which this happened. His income, as long as he hasn't earned more than $5, he will be able to file a zero. He won't file at all. You could file married filing separately and not pick up his income. Maybe a direction to go just for that year. But his money will be taxable because, and I'm guessing that you work. I don't know. So if you don't have a job and, he, and you're both living off of his disability, then none of it is taxable. But if you are still working and he has become disabled and so he's now got his disability, then if you file married filing jointly, up to 85% of what he received can be taxable. And they will show it all on his Social Security statement for 2022, both years of Social Security received. So 21 and 22 will be combined. You can also go back and amend 2021 and put it on that. Now, you cannot remove him. You can't go married filing separately if you file married jointly. Um, but you can go married filing separately in 2022 because you haven't filed that tax return. So you have two options, amend 2021, well, actually three, two, married filing separately, or three, you file as you always have, and up to 85% of what he received will become taxable. Okay, and well, guess, what if I did work part-time? Right. So if you work part-time, you're going to file, and you, you have two choices. Again, you file married filing separately, you just file yourself married filing separately, and you do not have to pick up his income. Did he work at all in 2022? No, he did not. Okay, so he's not required by law because all he has is the Social Security disability. He does not need to file. So if you file married filing separately, you can pay, report your income. His Social Security will not be required to be filed upon. That may be the best thing for the year of 2022. Now, I don't know every year that may not be their best option. You'll have to talk to a tax person. But I would suggest two options, going back, amending 21, seeing if that, or 2022. It really depends on how much money you've earned and what, I mean, because you've probably claimed all year on your W-2 married and zero, and now I'm telling you to file married filing separately, which is basically making you single and zero. So you may not have paid in enough withholdings, but will the difference be, his Social Security being taxed, you may pay a lot more than just the difference on your own wages. Again, you might need to talk to a tax person, but you have some options is what I guess I want you to think about. It's not like, okay, well, we've always filed married and joint, so we'll have to do that and bite the bullet. You do have some options on 2022 that may be um, different than your normal options is all I guess I'm trying to say, if I'm not confusing you. Sorry. No, no, that's fine. Okay, so this year we will probably do the married filing separate. That's what um, I'm thinking. But I'm still concerned about 2021 if he will have to pay a penalty. No, no. So what happens is since he didn't get the money until 2022, um, they'll send all of it on one statement for the year of 2022. So he'll have two years worth of Social Security being reported in that year. 
they allow us to go back into the years that the Social Security was supposed to be reported in, and we can amend those tax years. But I'm thinking you're not going to want to do that. You don't have to. It's an, it's an option. So, again, okay. I'm thinking your option is going to be when you get a statement that says he received, let's say, 50000 instead of his normal twenty five because he's got two years instead of one, he'll not file anything. You'll file Mary filing separately as long as he hasn't earned more than $5 in the year. He didn't work at all. So that should qualify you guys to do what you want on that situation. Perfect. Thank you so Alrighty. much. I appreciate your help. Sure. Thanks, sweetie. All right, Michelle, appreciate your phone call. Folks, if you've got a question, there can be complicated with taxes. Now is the time to call because we're sitting down here at T-minus 32 minutes and counting. That means jump on the phone now, get an answer, 615-737-WWTN. That's 615-737-9986. And this one warning to you that we're going to ask Dr. Friday to comment on, starting about now, if not already, and certainly going through March, you're going to be hearing and reading and viewing these 1-800-1-866-1877-1888 tax resolution. Now we're going to do this and, you know, get you your money and all this other kind of stuff. But we need some cash down and, you know, some monthly payments and all this and that. Now, some of those companies are legitimate, but we do know of one, I can't remember the name of it, but I don't know, two, three, four, five years ago, time flies. Big national company, I think, you know, that uh, the FTC or some government agency put them out of business because they weren't doing what they were supposed to do. What would be the advice, Dr. Friday, that you would give uh, in that area? Right. Well, my first advice is if this is something that you're going to be paying and dealing with, you need someone that you can actually speak to, not – not somebody, uh, I think it was funny on Dr. Electric show, I heard you talking about there are people that take the phone calls and then they're paid for every appointment that they're made. It's same thing happens in this industry. They have people that call everybody that has a lien against them and they get paid so much money if they can sell you a package. But the problem is, A, those individuals are not EAs or CPAs or attorneys. They are just basically have a, a list that they're salespeople, period. They're, they're out to make a commission. They may not be able to do anything. I can't tell you how many people walk in my door that have already tried one of those national organizations. There's even a couple that advertise on the radio here that they've tried. And I'm sure there are people that are very successful with it. But when they're walking in my door, they're basically saying, I've already paid six, seven, eight, fifteen thousand $15,000. And the only reason I'm coming to you is because I still have no resolution. The government's going to come in. They've got a lien against me or they put a levy against my house and you're, you know you're sitting there going I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do and and I think what the best answer to that is John you need a human being to talk to that you know you can sit down we can run through the information we're able to tell you the truth of what you have hey you've got more equity in your home the government isn't going to give you an offer and compromise I don't care what anyone tells you you've got a 401k you have cash in the bank you've got an inheritance that's on the book there are things that's going to mark you as being able to pay even if you don't want to hear those words and you've got to have someone that's going to tell you how the irs is going to treat you what options we have sure we can delay it we can put stalls out there there are ways of doing some of it but in the big picture it's not going to happen and do you really want to be paying someone half of what you owe in some cases 
you know, let's just get a payment plan going and let's make it happen. Let's get them off your back. That's why, folks, you listen to the Dr. Friday Show. And again, for all those of you who moved into Nashville and listening to the program today, first time and don't know Dr. Friday, over 20 years in this business, as she told you a little bit earlier on the program, you need to get to know her. And here's the big thing, folks. You need somebody that can uh, that you can actually see. I don't know about you, but when it comes to money on stuff like that, I'm going to be talking to somebody in New York or Chicago or some kind of area like that. Where, where are you going to go find them if you need them? You know, Dr. Friday, you could actually knock on her front door and say, hey, <laughs> she's right here. Exactly. She's live and she's real. So if you've got a tax resolution issue before you call one of those, you know, 800s and 66s and 77s and 88s, and maybe they'll have 1-800 <laughs> or 899 this year. I don't know. But anyway. You need to call Dr. Friday. She's got some stories. I'm going to tell you one here very quickly. Uh, everybody's case is different. Not everybody's the same, but she did have a client a few years back. Get a hold of this, folks. This person owed over $1 million to the IRS. Not a typo. Not a typo. I'm t- I said one with an M like Mary. $1 million. And Dr. Friday, you got that settled for about what? A little, a little over a hundred thousand. A little over a hundred thousand, folks. I mean, ten percent. Now there are ways to do that, and if we have time today, we can talk about that a little bit. But you need to get an expert in the business. You see, because this is what she does. All of us, or a lot of us, have a job that we do, and we like to think we know a lot about what we do. But you can't know about everything. I'm always a big believer: is you hire people who know a lot more about it than you do instead of trying to do it yourself and end up getting in a real mess. All right. When we come back on the Dr. Friday show, we've got Beth in Columbia, Teresa in Nashville and Laura in Nashville. And we'll take your phone calls. Anything at all to do with tax. Here's the number to call 615-737-WWTN 615-737-9986. My suggestion to you call now, T-minus 28 minutes. We'll be out of here in about 28 minutes. So get an answer today so that you can sleep tonight. Okay? John Haggard in the broadcast studio with Dr. Friday, the tax lady on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. All righty, everybody. Welcome into segment number three of four today. The Dr. Friday Show from America's Music City. Yes, indeed. John Haggard in the broadcast studio, but the true tax expert is Dr. Friday, and she's here as well. Let's go to Columbia's Promise. Bring Beth onto the Dr. Friday show. Beth, what is your question for Dr. Friday? You are on the air now. Uh, yes, ma'am. I listen to your show all the time, and I enjoy it. I want to let you know that. My question is, uh, I have been on Social Security Disability for approximately 22 years, and my husband has been on it 10. Uh, we take our tax forms to a tax lady, have been for the past 10 years, and we have not had to pay in any taxes. She has since retired. Do we need to continue to take that in to check to see if we need to pay taxes? Can I ask, do you have pensions or IRAs or any other income other than that? Uh, we do not. Then, no, by, by law, anybody that is living solely off Social Security, Social Security disability, um, as long as you have no other income, and even if you had an income 
of like a W-2 for like $12,000 or whatever, you would still not be required by law to file a tax return uh, for an individual or a married couple. So you don't need, I mean, there's no reason for spending money or anything else. I don't know if she charges you if you go to one of those organizations. Either way, you are not required unless something changes where you start selling something or generate some income from another source other than that then by law, you are not required to file at all. And there's really no reason for you to keep doing it. Okay. Thank you, and I appreciate your time. Thanks, Beth. Appreciate it. Have a good day. You too. All righty. Back to the phone lines we go. Let's go to Laura in Nashville. Laura, you are on the Dr. Friday show. You're on the air. What's your question? Hey there, Laura. Oh, hi there. It cut off the name. I didn't know who you were talking to. Sorry. Um, I am beginning to um, learn more about day trading, and one of the things that I am curious about is uh, taxation. Uh, I know it's going to be short-term capital gains, but my question is, is there a good software to use um, for keeping track of my transactions? Do I need to file quarterly, annually, uh, so forth and so on? Thank you. No worries. That's a great question. Um, SAR software, unfortunately, I'm probably outside that. I mean, I do have some day traders. Most of them seem to be working right through TD Ameritrade or Fidelity or, or whoever their brokerage house is. Um, they then turn in all of the basics. If you're buying puts or any of those, depending on how far you're going into some of this, um, I would definitely suggest doing quarterlies. I do realize that yours is a little bit more ups and downs than maybe a, a typical business owner is because one period you can make a million dollars the next period you can lose two million uh but <laughs> theoretically by law you have to base estimates are really based on the year before so the irs code says if in 2021 you may you owe the irs twenty thousand dollars and the next year you have to make four equal payments or in other words you know five thousand dollars four times um, to be in compliance. So um, the problem with that is, is one year you can make money, one year you can lose money. That's what we like to do. So whatever the requirement is, for example, $20,000, make sure that's made. And then we set aside so much based on our gains and losses that we can configure it every quarter or month. So if we owe another 50000 there's no penalty because we made the four equal payments based on the 21 tax return. The only time that comes back and bites us is when you had a really bad year and you're and mm-hmm. then the next year you have a really good year and then the next year you have a really bad year. So the high years you can end up paying fifty thousand dollars and you didn't need to pay that much. So sometimes we have to adjust those. But all in all, that's what the tax law says and I would definitely try because the last thing you wanna to have to do is come up with, you know, a big chunk of money um and pay penalties when not necessary. So this is your first year as a day trader, is that correct? I have have not begun yet. I'm going to start a course later on this fall, and this is one of the questions I wanted to to get clarified. So you're definitely going to want to be doing it um, on a quarterly basis, but you may not, the first year you do it, you may be keeping it in a tax account in your bank more than sending it off to the IRS, because I'm not a big fan. If it's not required, I don't want the IRS sitting on $50,000 if I only had to give them twenty. Because then right. I'm either waiting for a refund, rolling it over. I mean, you know, uh, but I do want to pay in enough where I don't pay penalties. I don't want to have to pay a penalty on sitting on money that I'm not earning any interest on. 
um, you may be able to make money if you're a good day trader, you know, but for most of us, it's sitting in the bank anyways, and we're getting 0.01% or something in interest. So mm-hmm. might as well give it yeah. to the government and, and deal with that. But yeah, so be, it, great, great plan and good thinking ahead, because the first thing you want to really do any business owner listening or starting a business, you need to set up a tax account. And all, you know, and based on your, in, in your case, it's a little different because a business owner usually draws a salary and takes out certain dots of money. You may be flipping that money over and over for making profits, uh, you know, because day trading just continuously. And you have to make sure, I'm sure they'll explain it to you, but there's something called a wash sale. And if you're buying and mm-hmm. selling the same stock all the time, wash losses are not acceptable and therefore you may think you've lost money but you're paying tax because you can't take your wash loss in the same year it happened so just uh, i mean something we can talk more about once you're into it but there are some like every business there are some loopholes that you could end up um you know thinking oh i lost this much money and i had a gentleman who was day trading in 2020 uh during the covid thing made about 1.2 million dollars in profits and 600000 of it was wash sale, so he actually ended mm. up with 1800000 he had to pay tax on, and then, of course, the wash will come out, but not that year. So, it, anyways, it, it can be painful if you're very successful at it. Ah. <laughs> Thank you so much. No problem. Thanks for calling. All uh-huh. right, ladies and gentlemen, let's go back to Nashville again and bring Teresa on to the Dr. Friday show. Teresa, appreciate your patience there. And uh, you are on the air now. What's your question for Dr. Friday, Teresa? Oh, hi there. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I was wondering about the uh, quarterly estimated payments as well. Um, I think one was due in September, but if you miss the due date, can you just go ahead and, and pay anyway, just any time? Absolutely. If for some reason something comes up and you're just not able to or you were unable to, make it as soon as possible as you can. Close 9.15 was the due date. But if today you hear about it and you're like, oh, my gosh, I forgot, then make it today or send it out today. So it posts because um, that way because they penalize us based on how long between the periods by basically day and 30 day cycles. So better to get it in earlier than wait till the next one, which is January 15th or thereabouts, and then, then you have 90-day late instead of maybe a 30-day late. Okay. All righty. All righty. That's what I was wondering. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, Teresa, appreciate your listening to the Dr. Friday Show on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Yeah. This note, folks, about the IRS, and you're going to listen to this, okay? The IRS simply enforces the code that the legislature passes as law, and they enforce that law. We wouldn't want to imply on this program that the IRS are bad people. I mean, they're bad people in any organization, but by and far and large, and I think Dr. Friday would say the same thing, IRS are good people. They're, they're people like you and me. That's just what they have to do. But you have to understand that they just enforce the law. Now, where does the law come from? That comes from who you elect. Who you elect. So if you don't like a particular IRS law or whatever, or or somebody who may pass a law, it's not an IRS law, but the law that they enforce, and you don't like that, then vote for people who won't write that kind of legislation. Right, Dr. Friday? That's exactly correct. Yeah, I'd like to reiterate, I've got very good friends that work for the Internal Revenue Service, 
more than one of them has helped me settling cases and doing things. So no, they're doing their job. Their job is not one that many of us want to do maybe, but yes, it is Congress that tells them what is the law that they have to enforce. They're just enforcement. There you go, folks. So again, you know, credit where credit is due because sometimes they get a really bad rap. And so Dr. Friday just set the record straight. All right, that's the end of the third segment. Only one to go. I told you it's going to fly by, and it just boom, bam, it just about has. T-minus 14 minutes. This is the last call. Now is the time to call. If you want to get an answer to your tax question, no matter how complicated, pick up the phone and dial it, press it now. 615-737-WWTN. That's 615 737 9986. When we come back right after the break, we'll take your phone calls. John Haggard in the broadcast studio, along with the tax lady, Dr. Friday. You are on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. All righty, folks, here we go. Segment number four, the final segment today for the Dr. Friday Show. John Haggard in the broadcast studio with the tax lady, Dr. Friday. Back to the phone lines we go. Let's go to Nashville and bring Justin on to the Dr. Friday Show. Justin, what question have you got there for us? Hi, I was wondering if you're someone who chooses not to file taxes every year and you wanted to get back on track with your taxes, how would you go about doing that? Um, I would get power of attorney. I would pull all your transcripts, get all your taxes. We have to go back six years to be in compliance. So we would okay. go back six years. And then once we do that, file those. And then if you owe money, set up either a payment plan, offer and compromise, not collectible. And then every year, make sure you file from that point forward so you stay in compliance. It, it isn't really um, overly complicated. And most individuals, if you're self-employed, it's a little more tricky because you have a lot of 1099s and coming up with expenses are a little bit more um, difficult, but as an individual, if you W-2 or, or very small self-employed person, we can get those done really quickly and get you into compliance and set up a payment plan and you'd be back on track with no time. Awesome. Thank you very much for that. Hey, no worries. Thanks for calling. All right, Justin, appreciate the phone call to Fayetteville. Let's bring Joe on to the Dr. Friday show. Joe, what question have you got for Dr. Friday? You're on the air now. Go ahead there, Joe. You're on the air. What would you like to ask? Okay. I'm a sole proprietor. Uh, I've got a installment amount due statement from IRS uh, for deferred payment of employer's share of Social Security tax. Uh, I didn't know I deferred it. Uh, what's you know, the deal Joe? with that? Joe, you're yeah. not the first to tell me that. I don't know who filed taxes. I will tell you, in my office, I kind of refuse to do that because in 2020, you were allowed to defer the installment um, of, of self-employment tax. I just thought that was kicking the can down the aisle and just no way of knowing in the future if we're going to have any more money than we had today. But whoever filed your taxes elected to do that, and then they set you up in this installment, which is due 12 uh, I think it's 1231 of this year, you have to make the second payment of that. Um, so, you know, if you're not sure, I would go back to my 2020 tax return. And um, I believe it's on the schedule two. Don't hold me to that. I'd have to look it out in front of a computer, but go back and, and it should say that, you know, there should be a zero under your self-employment tax where it usually says self-employment. 
it will say zero. And normally, as you know, being a self-employed individual, every year you pay place self-employment tax. So, right. um, if, and if you're not sure, did you make the first installment? Because that could be a problem too. And did you pay it last uh, year? Because the first one was due twelve thirty-one of twenty twenty-one. Right. Uh, the total unpaid Social Security tax for December 31st, 2021 is zero. Oh, okay. So how much do you owe in this one? I mean, is it saying zero or do they say you have a balance due? Uh, unpaid uh, due December 31st, 22 is 209 Hmm. That's interesting. Well, it means that you either pay, either you got a love letter and versus calling or doing anything, you went ahead and just wrote a check because you were like, okay, the government says I owe it and I'm paying it what? Um, because well, it says zero due. Go ahead. Okay. I have not paid this one yet uh, since it's not due till 31st of this year. You did pay the other one though, right? The one in 2021 because it says balance due is zero. Uh, not that I know of, no. Well, <laughs> I would. You know, yeah, that'd be a question. I'd probably go back to the IRS and find out because we should have theoretically you were able to pay 50 percent in 2021 and the other 50 percent in 2022. Um, I didn't know there was another deferral, but if there is, then they may have kicked it down to 2023 on you. Uh, but um, uh, I've had several cases come in where they're like, I didn't know why am I paying this now? I thought I paid my taxes. I answered your question. Um, it. If you look at your 2020 tax return or talk to whoever prepares your taxes and have them explain if it was deferred or not, I guess it's the easiest answer on that one. Did I do your taxes? I, uh, no, I did them myself. Okay. okay. Probably so on the on software. That. Yeah. Uh, no, I just did it by hand. Uh, off of, oh. Uh, I've got a bunch of forms that okay. that I have to file. Okay. Uh, so well, that, if you have that'd a problem, be on. Want to look at it. Okay, that'd be on Schedule Two of the 2020 tax. Right, and you would have also had the SE report that you would have had to file, and it would be showing zero if you filed an SE under the, you know, that follows through from the Schedule C. Right. Okay. All right. All right Thank Bob. you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. All right, Joe, appreciate the phone call. Now, folks, we're going to get to that question that we were talking about uh, a little bit earlier, and that is really the first thing people want to know, Dr. Friday, and especially after today's show, is do I need to file taxes? Or maybe a better question is, when do I don't need to? And that's a great question, because there are many times, and I will tell you, I have people that call me every year, and they'll go through what they have in pensions and in Social Security and everything and they'll say do i need to come in this year dr friday and you know we we make that determination but it is a fairly simple thing if you are a single individual and you make less than let's just play it safe you make less than 20 i'm sorry single individually make less than twelve thousand dollars you do not have to file unless you have got that through self-employment so if you have a 1099 or a 1099K, you still do. But if you have a W-2, $12,000 or less, um, and there's nothing in box two, there's absolutely no reason to file. If you only live off of Social Security, Social Security Disability, or VA benefits, you do not need to file. If you're married and you're filing jointly and your combined income um, is less than $25,000, you do not need to file. If you're filing married, filing separately, this is the tricky one. 
Because a lot of people think, well, if I'm married filing separately, then I wouldn't have to, as long as I made less than 12000 I don't have to file. Nope. Wrong answer. $5. Married filing separately is if you've made $5 or more, you have to file. Because the problem is they don't want to know what your spouse made, and they have to add those together when it comes time to turn in the information. So that one's a tricky one, and you want to make sure you use it correctly. And I say earn does not mean that that person is on Social Security. If they're only on Social Security, VA, or something like that, they do not need to file. They have not earned $5 or more. All right, simple enough, folks. What a great hour with Dr. Friday. It's every Saturday from 2 to 3 right here on Super Talk 99.7 WTN. Now some contact information for you if you want to get a hold of Dr. Friday. First, let me give you the email address. It's going to be Friday at drfriday.com. And, of course, you can go to the website drfriday.com, get a lot of information there. And you can reach her at 615-367-0819. That's 615-367-0819. You ever wonder what the term Thanksgiving really means? Well, Thanksgiving is really thanksgiving. Thanks for the giving of eternal life in heaven that Jesus Christ offers all who believe in him and who accept him as their Lord and Savior. Did you know that every time Jesus broke bread, Scripture says he gave thanks. He was teaching us that our daily provision comes from God, not from money, power, fame, or other earthly possessions, you know, things that we want and all that. Everything we are and everything we have comes from him. First Thessalonians 5.18 in the Bible says, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Note that scripture says, give thanks in, not give thanks for there are many circumstances in our life that we don't want to give thanks for happening. So now you know the true meaning of thanksgiving. If you'd like a guaranteed reservation in heaven, just pray this prayer. Jesus, I invite you into my heart. I proclaim you my Lord and Savior. Forgive me of my sins. If you just prayed that prayer and that's what you really meant in your heart, welcome to the family. And for anyone who needs prayer right now, here's a website that you can go to. It's called treasuretop.com. That's treasuretop.com. God willing, we'll see you next week. John Haggard saying until then for the Dr. Friday program on Super Talk 99.7 WTN.